0: Welcome to the opening drive. Welcome to the opening drive. Welcome to the opening drive. Hola, amigos. It is Friday. High noon and Corpus Christi, Texas. This is the opening drive again. It's a Friday. Today is November 13th. Friday the 13th. Theoretically, this is my holiday you know, because my name's is Jason. Uh, but we have a, I have a friend whose child is having a birthday party today because she's actually born on the 13th of November and it's Friday the 13th, so how cool is that? Of course, they're gonna do it a little bit scary. That's what the child wants. She wants to enjoy it, Friday the 13th. My son doesn't wanna dress up like anything scary whatsoever. He wants to be Lightning McQueen again like he was for Halloween two years in a row. And I told him, like, look, man, you got to be a villain. you got to be something scary. He's like, no, no, not doing it. So I'm on my way to the wonderful Hobby Lobby, which is a place where you can really burn up some money. But I'm going to try to just make Lightning McQueen look scary. Does that sound like something logical to do? I don't know. But that's what I'm doing. Uh... I had recorded like Tuesday and Wednesday. I deleted the episode. I just didn't like it. It was too much politics. It was too much me bitching and whining. Uh, Not so much about who's going to become president, who's not going to be president, whatever. It's more about just everybody's a little bit stupid right now. You got to admit it, man. You really do. I was reading an article about how uh, Biden is his potential cabinet members and how they're all retreads from uh, previous cabinets of George Bush and of uh, Obama and I just laugh man I just laugh because you're not getting anything new with Joe Biden in the presidency the guy did nothing for like 50 years he's been getting elected in and around Washington for that long but anyway it's really neither here nor there I just I don't think where I have some conservative friends Republican friends really freaking out like he's going to end the world I'm like nah I don't, I don't think he's going to because he's never done shit the whole time he's been in office. Not only that, he's just a typical uh, D.C. kind of guy. He's a war hawk. He's going to, he'll probably find us a new war. I already read something about if he revisits the Iran uh, weapons deal that Obama did, that there will be war. That Israel will end up in a war with Iran, upon which we would back Israel, and that would be, but see, but this is the thing. They always say things like that, don't they? They always say things like that. Even going back to when Obama did that deal, I was in the Middle East at the time and I was having a report to a a two-star general every single day about this topic. So I followed it really closely. And even then people thought that was gonna happen, how bad it was gonna be for America, all these things. But the, the very senior level officers I was reporting these details and facts to, they didn't seem to have that notion. They didn't say if it was a good or a bad deal for America. They just said, we'll see what happens. We'll see how it shakes out. But I mean, did anything negative come about it since? I mean, that doesn't seem like it. I I don't know. I mean, I just, I haven't seen anything bad come out of that. Um, Maybe there is, maybe there's not, but uh, Trump kind of refuting it and, and going back on it. There was nothing negative that came out of that either. The thing that ever makes this country seem weak or our government seem weak is times like this when there's transition and it's funky and it's messy. Those are the times that our country looks a little bit weak. Otherwise, these guys, these guys that are out to hurt America, uh, they're thinking about that all the time. It doesn't matter who's in charge. They're thinking about it all the time. They're always looking for vulnerabilities. And they're there. We'll start getting complacent again. We have been getting complacent. In the last few years, honestly, where... Uh, you know we've been like america first pulling out of different pacts and treaties i don't know if that's a bad thing i really don't i mean do we want to be spreading ourselves thin around the globe constantly i mean we just we just spent trillions of dollars to save airlines and and other corporations in this country <laughs> and then the small businesses the ones that we really need they got peanuts but we spent all this money—not we. The government spent all this money, and now uh, you're going to need—you're going to need some kind of income. You need to make some cuts here and there. So we'll see, man. It's kind of—it's kind of weird that uh, the Democrats get in office, and they always start cutting back various programs, like say, like defense spending. They immediately start cutting back defense spending, and yet. We kind of end up in like more paramilitary operations. Republicans are in and usually we end up in a war. But look at this, you know, you had Bush. I'd always, when I'm driving, oh, it's a fire truck. There's a fire truck coming. Fire truck. You had Bush. We ended up in a war, but it wasn't necessarily his fault. He didn't ask for it, you know. Uh, That was on the tail end of uh, eight years of a Democrat in charge and Bill Clinton. And then Bush got in there, ignored all the intelligence from the intelligence committee. Let's go, Jason. And then um, we end up in a war. Well, Hobby Lobby's hopping, man. What's up with that? Is it always hopping? I try not to come in this place as often as I can, but sometimes it's just inevitable, man. Hobby Lobby. It's kind of a stupid name, isn't it? But I guess it's like a hobby. A hobby and it's a lobby for hobbyists. Sure. So, I don't know. I can, uh, what I'm trying to say is, I, I don't think it really matters who's in office, uh, whether it'll determine the national security for a country, because you're going to have all the same people working at these different departments doing the same thing, right? Uh, the only things that change, and, and this is one thing that Trump did change, apparently, is he started having these, these agencies focus on other uh, things. They just started looking at different things. Good or bad, I don't know. I don't know. We still seem to be okay. We have more internal conflict than external conflict. So whatever that says about us, you can't always point your finger at others and react and blame them. I mean, that's in a, in a relationship with another person. If you do that, uh, you would be considered a sociopath. Always blaming somebody else for your problems and being the one who acts out. Who acts out on those problems, that's a you problem. So to me, all the people running around and causing mayhem, that's a them problem. Trump didn't make them feel the way they felt. You know, he upset people, but that doesn't give you the right to go out and just torch shit and burn shit. You know, vice versa, like say you look at something like Charlottesville or uh, I don't know, that very few handful of things that have happened where. It's been like conservative-led, supposedly, um, or marches for racial inequality. I I don't know, man. All these things, they always always turn out how you don't want them to, and I don't know why. I don't know why. Nobody's forcing you to act the way you do. Like, as grown-ups, you have to be accountable for your own actions, your own words. Accountability is huge. But it starts at the top. I get it. Believe me. The leaders at the top have to be accountable. It's just the way it is. So, me and a good buddy, Taylor Harvey, guy I've known since uh, fourth grade, we are launching our business, our Junk Brothers business. It's going to be called Junk Brothers South Texas. Now, on Facebook, you'll find it as STX which is South Texas, that's the abbreviation. And I kind of like it because it kind of looks like sex. So maybe if someone actually looks for Sex Junk Brothers, they'll stumble upon South Texas Junk Brothers. But that's our page. So go and like it the, uh, on Facebook and then Instagram. I made an Instagram, but I'm, it's a real pain in the ass, man, to do everything on mobile, on your phone like that. So I'm kind of working through that. Instagram should really just let you at least edit and work on things through a, a website. Fucking dumb. So uh, working on that. Just for the advertising part, if you want to help spread the word, by all means. So, obviously, it's a partially veteran known business, and our objective is to I mean, really, it's probably going to be like a lot of clean outs. So, businesses or homes that just need to get rid of shit you know, you go, you went bankrupt, foreclosed, um, you know, you just got extra stuff that you just need to get rid of. We'll come and get it, we will come and get it very efficiently. And you'll pay us to come and get it. And then what we do with it is up to us, obviously. If we find some gems and stuff, you know, unique items, whatever it is, and we're going to resell that shit. If we don't, it's all going to the to the junkyard. It's all going to the uh, trash heap. There might be stuff that we can recycle, like metals. I mean, you never know. And so uh, I'm actually pretty excited about it because this is one of those things that you can really control your time, your hours, your effort. You want to make money, you work. You don't want to make money? Don't work. It's as easy as that. So, uh, yeah. And people have too much shit, man. I have too much shit. Everybody has too much stuff. You you could really, really help yourself by just getting rid of so much stuff. I've got stuff that's been sitting in my garage for three fucking years. Believe me, that's about to just go gone-gone. Like, don't even care where it goes. I'm going to actually make an ad in my garage for the business because there's so much shit in there. Some of it's my sister's. Like half the shit in that garage is my sister's. And I tell her all the time, you haven't used this stuff in well over a year. Get rid of it. You don't need it. It's pointless. But no. And that's how people are. But we're going to help you. We are going to help you. We're going to help you get rid of this stuff. Matter of fact, I'll probably start a new podcast based on some of that. I'm definitely going to do a YouTube or a Twitch channel and so that we can go around and kind of document what we're doing and then do little ads and whatnot with that. So that'll be fun. Um, Definitely look for an update on that soon. Uh, The bottom line is I just can't rely on you people to become patrons on this podcast and then, um, you know, pay me to talk to you. I just can't rely on you. That's just how it is, man. There's no apology necessary. Don't feel bad. It just is what it is. You can't expect me to be able to just record and sit on my ass whenever I want to and actually make money for it. (laughs) Who does stuff like that? You know, even Ben Shapiro works hard. Golly, everyone wants to be Joe Rogan, but you have to be willing to work as hard as Joe Rogan does. That guy works hard he does you know, and now he's got i mean he has a little staff, he has his crew he's doing pretty damn good for himself doing that, but it's not the only game that he has going on, obviously he has other things going on that help him, and uh good for that guy i mean seriously i'm a it's it's not even his personality or his beliefs, his style, whatever. What I'm a fan of is just what he's accomplished and that he's a hard worker, man. That guy was that guy was on the brink of destruction years ago and he became a comedian and he was an MMA fighter. Like he was just doing all these different things and uh he just he he leapfrogged himself. I don't say leapfrog. Uh what do you do? I don't know. He just jumped feet first into podcasting. His first his first YouTube podcast. And I hope, God, I hope he doesn't take all this stuff down because they were talking about that recently. Here soon when everything's going to like be Spotify only. I think it'll probably just be the new episodes. I, I, at least I hope it'll just be the new episodes that will only be on Spotify. Because right now he's still uploading to YouTube. But his very first YouTube podcasts are so funny. I mean, they're dumb funny. It's like an amateur. It's just an amateur and they're trying to figure it out. They got stupid lights going on having a good time, whatever it is, but it's, it's, it's humorous because it's so bad and look where it is today. And now he's a Texas resident. Um, Texas is still great. Believe me. No one's trying to say make Texas great again. Cause it's already great by far and away. The first person that says make Texas great again, I will tell you to fuck off. Does Texas have its problems? Absolutely. Absolutely. But I think we're doing okay. You know, Massachusetts, New York, Connecticut, they might be higher, like at the higher level of um, like public education, but you also got a lot of problems there, homeboy. Not to mention your taxes are through the fucking roof. Your crime's through the roof. I think I would say that the tribalism and the hierarchies, the um, the division in areas like that is is way greater than it is down here, even in the South, even in the South, because where the money division and in, in the East Coast and especially the New England areas huge, man, it's huge. Yes, we have areas that are impoverished down this way for sure. Um, you have areas that are just money, but I feel like it's pretty diverse too. My community is rather diverse. Of course, like I mean, if you're gonna talk about skin color, it's mostly white and brown. Actually, it would be European American, uh, Mexican American, and then um, some african american but not as many like it's it's a pretty small population when it comes to blacks in my area but browns and whites there's a heavy dose and um but it's diverse we got poor people we got rich people we have middle class predominantly middle class but we do have um quite a bit of that, that would be hanging out in the poor area for sure and but all these kids go to school together these kids play sports together We go shopping in the same place there's not this huge divide it's not like an area like Sugar Land in Texas and the Houston area where Sugar Land is predominantly upper class or upper middle class. And then like a Pearl Land. Um, of course, Houston has its areas that are strictly middle class too. I'd say like an area like Kingwood. Even though they have some upper class, it's mostly middle class. Katy. Katy's really large, but probably predominantly middle class. But I would think community-wise they're rather diverse too with uh, demographics. See, and... I'm sorry, man. I know like New York and whatnot is a is a melting pot, but it's very tribal. Extremely tribal. And you got a representative up there that's just trying and trying and trying to keep these people down, man. She's not she's not trying to get better things for New Yorkers. She's trying to keep these people down. She's trying to get you more handouts. Why? So then you live off the government titty. The longer you live off the government titty, you don't know you don't know how to do anything on your own, man. You don't know how to go buy your own milk at the store cuz you're used to like sucking it. <laughs> That's just what I see. I know there's someone that's not gonna agree with me, but that's just what I see on a constant basis. I believe in universal health care. I believe that every single child should get a great education on the public off the off the taxpayer's dime at the same time. if I have the money to send my kid to a private school and receive a better education, that's my fucking right and I shouldn't be taxed for that. I shouldn't be penalized for that. when I saw that uh it was in out of it was based out of Germany, of course, you know. But the deutsche bank who essentially runs the economy in germany they want to start taxing people working from home an extra five percent on their income because they need to make up for lost revenue revenue for transportation and you know buying lunch out in the economy whatever it is whenever you go to work they want to tax people more for working from home you already pay a tax like you're already getting an income tax why should you be taxed more because you're not going and spending money in the economy? Just because you might drive to work every day or take a fucking train doesn't mean you're going to spend extra money in the economy. You know, you might take your, your lunch to work with you. You might go wait to, to wait till you get home to eat dinner. It's such a ludicrous notion, and five percent of your income to be taxed for something like that. They're basically, and the, the quote was, "They want to tax the privilege to work from home." Holy shit. You know, look, there's some people who work hard to get to a point so they can work from home. There's some people who their company or business, whatever it is, decided to keep them at home because of a fucking pandemic that the governments couldn't control. And now they want you to pay for that. Jesus Christ. That's a problem. And if they allow that in Europe, it'll start taking hold. I don't think it'll take hold over here, but there's always a chance. There's always a chance, man. All it takes is one ignorant fucking senator or representative to introduce some bullshit idea like that and let it take foot. And other states will go, huh. But not Texas, brother. We don't have any state income tax, so. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, man. So when, when, when will the people take charge of their government? That's our job. That's our job. It's outlined in the Constitution. It starts the, mold the whole fucking thing off. Right. When are you going to start doing that? When am I going to start doing that? We're just going to bitch about it. Probably. Probably. It's hard to get around. It really is. It's doable, but it'll, it'll take a monumental effort. And whenever you see groups like say, antifa, which I believe me, I don't support whatsoever. But the actual the 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 root of fighting fascism you, it's it's already fucked up and destroyed so I don't even know if I can make a point there but but basically when people try to fight the government on their shit the only way they can they get slammed down right they get slammed down so how do they fight that I mean if the people don't have the money I mean ideally you put people into government that will help you but you didn't do that this election, election cycle I promise you that <laughs> It's just a fucking joke. It's so bad, man. God, it's so dumb. It's so dumb too. Oh <sighs> sigh. You had the opportunities, America. You definitely did. There were several of them standing up there debating and you chose the weakest of all. <laughs> I love I like Joe Biden. I love Joe Biden the man. He's a he's a cool fucking guy. For a seventy eight year old man, seventy seven year old man, he's he's a cool cat. But he shouldn't be president. I mean neither should have the last guy. So when are you going to, like, take control of that? It's just wild. It's wild. So it is what it is. I I really didn't want to get into a bunch of politics on this one. Um, And I'm just talking to myself so I control the narrative, right? Gee golly, boy. Mm. Yeah, I'm going to keep that to myself. I have some news for you, but I'm going to keep it to myself for now. Uh, What else? So I'm going to make a scary lightning McQueen for my son. Hopefully he accepts that doesn't get pissed off at me. We're going camping in a couple of weeks at the end of this month, the weekend after Thanksgiving. So I think tonight we're going to set the tent up in the living room to see how it looks. And uh, he, he he wanted to sleep in a sleeping bag last night. but uh, And I need to let him. He needs to get comfortable with it, right? I just, of course, naturally worry. Like if I let him put the sleeping bag on the on the bed, you know, is he going to like sink himself into it? I mean, I don't know all these things, but... I mean, kids are kind of uh, amazing creatures. You know, if the blanket's over their head, they pull it down and stuff. They're not, when they're infants, they can't do that. So, um, but golly, they get a little older, it's easy. There's a guy hauling junk. This guy's hauling a couple of couches and a washer. Man, I wonder if he's, maybe he just bought that stuff. Maybe he's hauling it. Who's to say? But we're going to be good with this, man. We're going to be good with it. I know we are. Neither one of us are afraid of hard work, but we're also good at managing it too. Because if it comes to something like uh, some nasty, shitty house, you're going to get a temp. You're going to get some temps to help you. I mean, like I said, we already have two or three people who have asked about helping us out. So I think it's going to roll, dog. And that's, I mean, maybe right there, maybe that's how you start to take it back. When the economy starts getting a little rough, it's harder to find a normal job, or the uh, people who you've applied with who say, yeah, we're interested in you. Well, call me for a fucking interview already. Jesus Christ. If you've been waiting two, three weeks a month, To hear about an interview, I don't have time for that. People in this country don't have time for that, employers. So understand that whenever you want to hire somebody, just fucking hire them. You don't need to wait a month, two months, three months to collect up uh, uh, resumes. The people looking for a job, they're going to apply to that job within the first week that it's open. And government-wise, they close those jobs at a certain point, but then it sits and it's a month, it's two months, three months of being referred for a position, you know? Shit or get off the fucking pot. Golly. And I can't wait. I can't wait for them to call and say, hey, Jason, we want to have you for an interview. I'm going to say, fuck you. Sorry, this one really went off the rails. <laughs> but really, man. Like, how dare these people, like, they leave they leave the people who are trying to get the job, they leave you hanging by a thread. Out there just treading water. And they know. They know this time of of not only the year, but how this year has been. There's a lot of people struggling, man. And if they're qualified for the job, call them and fucking do an interview. Get it over with. So you can give them peace of mind. Oh, I can't stand that shit, man. Can't stand it. I'm going to start going after them. But I'm really excited mostly to start making these ads for Junk Brothers. It's going to be fun. I have so much shit in my head already, man. That's the thing I want to do most of all. I don't care about the rest. <laughs> I do, but it's, it's gonna have. we're going to have fun with it. That's the point, and and at, at a certain point, I want to get to a level where um, we can have fundraisers like auctions with some of the stuff that we'll have. We'll auction it off, have a band plan, you know, have a have a little mini bar set up, whatever. Like make an event out of our warehouse, an event place. I mean, that's my goal. Keller's gonna be like, well, oh, I don't know, bro, but that's what I want to do, without a doubt. And it, and not only that, it'll bring more people in the doors, but it'll also benefit the community, and that's that's an important thing to me. If you're going to have a business in your community, be a part of the community. Don't just be there to make money off people because that's the easy part. You can do that by just selling insurance and waiting for people to die. So, All right, I got to run into this uh, hobby jobby and try to find some stuff for my boy. Um, <laughs> uh, I hate going in here, man, because I always see stuff that I just think, oh, that'll look cool in my house, that'll look cool in my house, but it's just junk. Again, you're just collecting up junk and you don't need it. So, this uh, episode is sponsored by Junk Brothers South Texas. Remove all your junk needs. Let us come get your junk. We love grabbing junk. Um, There's another one I want to say. We say, uh, come grab my junk. Yeah, I think that's what it was. But um, anyway, as of now, the numbers you can call if you are interested in having your junk grabbed. Call 361-534-6020. Again, that's 361-534-6020, or you can call 361-944-1840. Message us, call us, find us on Facebook again, that's South Texas Junk Brothers, and don't forget, that's it, pal. It's a short one, I know, it's Friday, and I hope you have a great Friday, Friday the 13th, don't let me kill ya.